0: Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast.
1: Well, listen, if, listen <laughs> if if Steve
0: wasn't fat, he would be a serial killer. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny.
1: Episode 44 of Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are... Steven Wojtowicz, Del Fugier barack obama all right well at, at least barack. one of us was gonna barack why 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 barack it was an excellent president 40, oh, listen, oh listen to this guy uh, come on god damn oh it. who's Those gonna remember are... what that means next week <laughs> it's a danny tartable episode next week <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we come on the air or we come on a recording with breaking news tonight. And I cannot believe the fucking Yankees gave Aaron Boone another goddamn contract. How in God's name does Aaron Boone still have a job coaching the Yankees? I, I, I'm i at a loss here. I, I, I spent the entire season learning to hate him with a passion. And now I get to stick with him for another, what, three to four
0: years of Aaron Boone? fucking boon it's easy to figure out he uh, he's got gary sanchez's back and gary sanchez is the future of the franchise and those two are going to do it together for for the next several years i mean that's the guy that gary's comfortable with
1: you motherfucker don't make me mute you (laughs) don't make me mute you because i will the entire episode will be billis stop it gary sanchez is gone this year i mean he has to be right so because this is like evan ingram getting finally traded it, it's <laughs> gonna, it has
2: so to happen, right? Happen. Because Boone is back, there's got to be changes to the roster, right? It was either it was either the players or it was the coach, and they're saying, well, it wasn't the coach, so it must have been the players. Well, Jesus Christ, you you said
1: you said this is probably what the most what the most mess thing that the Yankees can possibly do is fire everybody on the coaching staff but keep the coach, but keep the coach, yeah, but keep the coach. What a fucking that's fucking genius. I, I don't get it. I. I'm not obviously I'm not happy about this.
2: Here's the thing. He's just a puppet for the front office and the analytics team. That's all he is. And and he's somebody that will carry out what they tell him to do for right. 2 million dollars a year.
1: And that's worked well for Oakland forever, right? Well, with all the championships that they have in their trophy which they started this whole fucking money ball thing
2: until until somebody does something different. How can they they say that they're a better team
1: with Gary Sanchez in the lineup and Aaron Boone coaching? How can that be?
0: Well, Sanchez is such a good defender and he's, and he's always on the ball. He's not lazy at all. He, he, he hustles. (laughs) He hits to all fields. He's got a great average. I mean, he's, he's really the MVP. You really should be. Do you think the
1: Mets would take him?
0: Gary Sanchez? No.
1: You think we could trade him to the Mets? No. Come on.
0: I, How would anybody in the they, National League take him? I think. What team not. in the right mind would have that man play in the field?
1: <laughs> uh, maybe the Miami Marlins. What do you think of the age. Just trying to think of idiots out there who, who we have swindled before.
2: The Arizona Coyotes. They they take everybody. <laughs> they, they they take get, everybody.
1: Any contract is one hundred percent tradable. They'll take it. Well, it's going to be a very interesting. Off season for the Yankees to see what type of moves they make and see how what what, what pitching staff they bring back next year, who their pitching st- who their coaching staff is going to be, what trades they make, what signings they make.
2: Oh, you know, you know, big game pitcher Garrett Cole will be there.
0: The Yankees are are, are sliding into that that whole New York thing, like with the with the Mets and the Jets and the Giants and the Rangers, like just fucking. They're just, just being sucked down. Just gonna chase their tail and suck.
1: And, You know, three years ago,
0: we're we're we
1: are not even having this debate. We're not even having this conversation because we got youth, we got homegrown talent, we have everything to make up a championship team, and then we just fucking blow it. I mean, they just, Sanchez forgets how to hit a baseball, it, um, I, I, and
0: I'm, catch I, a baseball. I, I'm, this is not a
1: baseball podcast. It's not a Yankee podcast. This is a hockey podcast. I think we got to get to the hockey before I get even more upset than
0: I
2: am right now. <laughs> I think breaking news is just a segment for tom to vent
0: about other anybody sports. else anybody else picking up
2: on that
1: it's about fucking yeah, time you guys figured this out jesus
0: that's that's right that seems i
1: right. had i had to figure out my own
2: you got your segment that's it you got you my know i'm glad segment. i gave glad you guys it's at the top of the show too jesus listen
0: you know, i doesn't get buried at the end like everybody segments.
2: else i gave you guys your
0: okay?
1: segments on your podcast on my podcast right god damn it <laughs>
0: Wait! Well, wait for when it's breaking news by by Bill on the Bill Takeover show.
1: oh Jesus, never happened. <laughs> never. <gonna laughs> happen.
2: No. This isn't. This isn't oh, yeah, what
1: this I think My versus cooking. Oh yeah, this is now required gold. I heard it tonight. At the all, like the end of the first period, uh, the Flyers swing on the power play, and the old horn goes off. Everybody in the hand is dancing to this, shaking their ass, and doing you know whatever the Flyer fans.
2: They, fuck the Flyers, by the way. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. You know what? I, I'm gonna have to say it. Fuck kung's versus cooking or whatever that is well, they, versus cooking on three burners. that's the name of the band yeah, so. well i'm sorry but guess what kung's versus cookies on three burners fuck you well we could
1: finally put an end to that thank segment. God. thank god that,
0: that had to be like a thing where like just a bunch of voters said, OK, let's as a joke, let's take over this flyer goal song thing. and Blood
2: them fuck with the
0: song. I mean, fly, fly, flyers, I mean, they, they got to come up with some classic rock shit or at least or at the very least like that Creed horse shit that I was suggesting. I mean, that that's got to be the outer edge of their bad taste. I, I don't buy this for a second. This is some kind of fix.
1: Are, are you upset that they didn't choose Creed? The Rocky Ups, theme? How did the, say the Rocky theme not make it? <laughs> Eye of the tiger i mean what's that, more than, than, philadelphia than something rocky themed maybe philadelphia freedom no the the um the theme song to the movie philadelphia uh, i don't no that's
2: the streets Sorry, of street philadelphia? philadelphia by streets i don't, I don't think. think that, that would That'd make nice. sad song i don't You'd know if that, that gets the crowd i don't know if that would get the crowd pumping really hey it would yeah. get me pumping
3: that is the flyer really song it's just the rocky song yeah like that's the easiest thing in the world Everybody drinking yeah. beers and hitting each other in the face.
2: Pounding pounding yeah. sides of beef. Kissing their cousins, you know. It's fucking Philly. <laughs> this this podcast just started sounding sexy now. My goodness. Sides Pencil of beef. Tucky. Where you been for 43 episodes? Holy Jesus.
1: God. What did I miss? Holy good lord. Uh well, we got, I think we can all finally say fuck the flyers. Fuck the flyers. Fuck the Flyers. I I can't wait until all the Flyer fans on Twitter are complaining on how nauseating this is. Oh, yeah. I mean, i listened to it. We we literally listened to it two segments, and I'm already sick of it. I'm already sick of it. Yeah. Well,
2: the NHL season's in full
1: swing. A lot of injuries going on out there. Steve, word on Mr. Hughes.
2: There is no official word on Jack Hughes, but I will say this. To the doctors out there listening and the team, I I fully am offering up whatever body part you need to fix Jack Hughes as quick as possible. You could just take mine. If it's his collarbone, just take mine. If it's a shoulder, you could take mine. I don't need it as much as he does.
0: What if it's his dick?
2: (laughs) It's his, whatever he needs.
1: I'm not sure it works that way. It might his recovery time might be longer if they nope. use
3: more body parts. Would he wouldn't he just be a, like infinitely worse just taking your body parts, whatever they are? He like his I don't stash know, it was, his left, it was his left
2: side. So I don't maybe it's like rookie of the year. Maybe he'll be infinitely better, motherfucker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, just break his arm and like you know, by by Hollywood magic, he'll just start yeah. drawing hundred miles an hour. Yeah.
2: So uh, I think it. we we watched the video and we debated shoulder or collarbone.
1: I was thinking, it looked like if from a guy who's broken his collarbone five times,
2: yeah, that like collarbone. And what's that? That was two months.
1: Uh, yeah, about that. And they don't really do anything for you, but just, make you, you just got to sit there. Yeah. It's gotta just got to heal,
2: right? do nothing. Uh, and after then, the
1: first two weeks, I think you can start skating again, as long as you don't fall. <laughs>
2: And then oh. shoulder, it's all based on the the grade of the sprain or the grade of the
1: yeah, but either the separation.
2: Way,
1: I don't know if he's going to be the same again. And I'm not saying this because he's Jack Hughes and he's a, and he's on the fucking Devils. So I mean, fuck him. But you, you got guys who who've said they have separated shoulders, or they broke their collarbones. They're usually not the same, and they're more susceptible to that same injury again over and over again throughout their career. Yeah. And he was a young kid, man. So this is uh, this is really really bad
0: really and bad we'll, and remember, we have
2: no news right
0: it reminds me of, you know what to your point tom when brian leach had that shoulder injury early in his career i mean he was a he had a killer shot before then and he was never known for a heavy shot from the point again after he came back no, so a great was, player but he passing, was not known for that shot anymore
1: it was passing skating and you know in tight plays for sure I, which I is good
0: because
2: that's Hughes' game hughes wasn't known for having a killer slap shot to begin with so yeah,
1: but he's going to go into those corners again. He's going to get roughed up. I mean, talk about the hip. I mean, a couple people on Twitter saying it was a dirty hit, foot in there. I don't I
2: mean the guy got a stick behind Jack's feet and lifted him up.
1: He was also looking to be going in that corner a little awkward.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was, I think it was just a combination of a bad situation, just yeah, a couple things going wrong and. And he winds up hitting the hardest part of the board, right? The top of that board mm. is the hardest part, and that's what he wound up hitting.
1: Yeah, he went. He went
2: down the runway. Uh, he was simply yeah. in
1: anger, punching things and cursing. That's when you know the hockey player is really.
2: He was not excited. He he, he know he knows. Yeah, he knows it's yeah. a serious injury.
1: That's a shame. The Devils are off to a really really hot start. Why don't we start there?
2: Uh, yeah. So two and zero. Oh, uh, unlike some other teams that have played five games, the Devils have played two. Um, starts with game and one the
1: fucking leaveable that they've only played two games in two games. a fucking matter of a week and a half
2: two games. Um, Hamilton scoring 17 seconds into the first game was pretty cool. Um, kind of not that it removed any doubt that he was worth the price that uh, was paid for him. But in through two games, he's definitely been noticeable on, as a positive on the positive side. Four players making their Devils debut had a point in game one, which was nice. All the Blackhawk goals were scored at with a man advantage. So it's not like they were giving up even strength goals. Um, and, and I think the Hughes overtime goal celebration is going to start a trend in the league. I don't know if you guys paid oh, attention. Oh, throwing, yeah. Throwing the stick I after you score the game-winning goal. That was awesome. I think great. it's. I definitely think we're going to see that happen again. That's like a used to do that
1: after a shutout, huh? Lundqvist did that after every shutout.
2: Every shutout, he I threw the stick out. into the crowd. Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's like the uh, the bat flip on a you know yeah. walk off home run. You yeah. Know? yeah. Fucking sweet. Loved it.
2: As far as game two after the Hughes injury, you know, well, the first team- and
1: four.
3: I
2: thought it was nauseating, actually. Please. What?
1: Because I okay. fucking I listen. The Islanders are, 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 or the Islanders, that's a <laughs> 40 The Devils are creeping into that Islander hatred with me.
2: Oh, come Not on. Not that we're they just weren't a, there before. We're just a little brother. You can't but, hate us. You just give us a little tussle on the head and send us on our way.
1: I wish no <laughs> ill will toward Jack Hughes. And I hope he's, he's going to be a great player because it only helps the rivalry and all that bullshit. But fuck him. And I, it made me nauseous just seeing all you fans happy
2: just made me nauseous good so again after the Hughes injury it was nice to see gertson get out there and and rough the guy up who did it that
1: roughed the guy up he had a he hugged him for 10 minutes he He got he he got
2: some good punches in um october 19th is now being known as the day that uh devil's rookies score their first goal this is the third time in four straight years that on October nineteenth a rookie scored his first goal. Tom's not that impressed with uh, that stat. I had,
1: no, I had an itch. Oh. Sorry, Oof. an itch. Okay,
2: and uh, moving that is forward, quite, that's quite an amazing stat, though. Three,
1: like, was it the past three years or, the, or three out of three last out four of four? Seasons? They
2: didn't play. They didn't play last October nineteenth. You are correct. I don't right. know if you know this, COVID, uh, because mm. of COVID.
0: That that's is still going that's on. Statistic. Jesus, that's a, a statistic made that's for Twitter. Going on.
1: But that—that that is that—that's yeah. probably one of the more amazing stats that I—that I heard.
2: And then, uh, and then uh, moving forward, just need to see something from the power play. 0 for five so far. It's looked good, but just they haven't cashed in yet. So, hopefully, we'll see that start to turn around, even without Hughes being uh, being out there.
1: Has uh, Blackwood given everybody COVID yet?
2: Blackwood's unbeaten on the season. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: Has he played?
2: He's unbeaten on the season. Has he? Played? I don't know. Do, you, do I need to translate that for you into your language? Yes. In has he played.
1: I mean, it's a simple question. I mean, it's English. You do understand. What does that? English. What does that matter? Has he
2: played? He's unbeaten on the season. Okay. Exactly. Any word
1: on when he might get into a game? I mean, since no. you have a a 14, no he, a fourteen game think he's, to open the season.
2: From what I've heard, he's not even back on the ice yet. He's rehabbing a heel injury still. He was on the ice, and then they took him off the ice. So Man, It's going
1: to be all year with this fucking guy, isn't it?
2: I think so. Oh. But no, I would say it's at least going to be into November. I don't think we're going to see him before November. So at right. least two more weeks. You
1: know, I, as the injury and I know,
2: we'll, just Oh, go ahead. Just hey, one yeah. more thing. I, know, I thought you were done. Know, I'm sorry. I know you guys have all had very big defensemen on your team, but the Devils haven't had a player taller than 6'2", 6'3". So to see Graves and Hamilton out there being able to reach loose pucks and it, behind the net and defend without giving up space has been really refreshing.
1: You like them as a pair better than, you know, separate. I mean, I, that, I mean, have you seen them separate
2: once Smith and Severson are back? Yeah, they absolutely should be a pair. No, no doubt about it. I love that. That is the top line.
1: Well, keeping up with the trend of injured players, Bill, Sidney Crosby, did he, did he come back yet? No, he did not. Wow, we—I was expecting to play Ooh. that first game uh, on the home By the way, be there for opening
0: uh, Yeah, the, and and they had heavily hinted toward that when when the team was in Florida, like the announcers going, uh, you know, making making sure to emphasize Crosby's been skating with the team and looks very close. Like like okay, here it comes. Like so, they they were definitely you know trying to hint toward that, but th- that is not what happened. And now they're saying, well. I've, of course, the next chance is they've got a few days off now uh, after they played last night. They don't play again until Saturday when they host Toronto. So uh, after a few days off, maybe he will come back for Saturday. Um, but right now, that you know, that's, that's almost the least of their injury worries at this point uh, with him supposed to be coming back soon. Uh, you still have Malkin out until um, supposedly uh, sometime in December. Uh, is, is the closest we're getting, and now uh, Brian Rust in, in the second game of the season got his ass knocked in the next week by what's his name Weaker from uh, from the Panthers just blasted him uh, right in the right in the chest. Somehow a lower body body injury, um, and he's uh, out week to week. They're calling calling it for Rust. And, not even, and not even the news. old,
1: not even the old famous day to day. It's week to week with him. day to day, it's a week to week. So
0: in the meantime, Gensel, came Gensel, back. Gensel? <laughs> Gensel, Gensel's back. But uh, oh but wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on.
1: Bravo, best new, best best new name on the podcast.
0: <laughs> so he's uh, paired up with with Carter and, and what I guess they're calling the top line um and and dan heinen on on the other side um so it's, it's still slim pickings up front for the penguins uh, defensively they got healthy they, they've got all their defensemen back now that mike matheson returned for the for the home opener
1: um perennial norris trophy candidate mike matheson
0: and and he was and it was classic mike matheson there was there was the good and the bad i mean he he in a game that was largely lifeless for the Penguins offensively, Matheson did did produce some chances, um, pushing the pushing the pace, pushing the puck up the ice. Uh, but then again, in the in the second period, um, Radulov just went by him like he was not there. Uh, Matheson's, tr- Matheson's tried to step up on him at the at the blue line at one point during a one-one game, and and Radulov, I mean, just went by him like like there was nothing nothing in his path. Uh, and turned it into a two-on-one and, and Tristan Jerry had to make one of his uh, big saves of, of the night. Uh, so uh, yeah, he gets the good and the bad with Matheson. They're, they are going to need him offensively uh, without, without Russ, without Crosby, without Malkin, um, you know, the, the goals are getting a little bit tough to, to come by. So, uh, so they, they do need him, but, but hopefully he, uh, he gets his rhythm back defensively. Um, also on, on defense, you uh, you know, John Marino's been having a a, a big uh, early part to his season. So uh, after struggling for a good portion of last season, uh, being the worst defenseman on the team as far as plus-minus goes in his sophomore season back then, uh, he's already a plus six on the on the young season now, and and looks really good out there. So that's so that's a positive thing. And and overall, defensively, the Penguins look pretty solid. Um, they blew a two-goal lead in their second game in um, against Florida, but I mean, I will say in their defense, you know, Florida, Florida looks like a team on a mission right now, and I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck around with Florida. I mean, they they look they look really good. Uh, they they were definitely by far the the best uh, team that Pittsburgh played against so far. They played the best game against the uh, the Penguins so far. Uh, so, uh, so they did manage to get that game to an overtime and, and get a, get an overtime loss out of it. So they got at that point and, and then left with three out of four points on their first um, uh, road trip, uh, then came home and and uh, beat Chicago. I mean, everybody's just kicking the shit out of Chicago. Every, anyway.
2: Everybody beat
0: Chicago. They're, yeah, they're I thought terrible. they would have
1: been, I thought they would have been a lot better. Maybe we just got to give them a little bit of time of gel.
0: Yeah, it, it could be. Uh, yeah. They, they seem like they should be better than, than they've been playing so far. So, uh, so they, they drew them on opening night at home. Um, pretty easy win there. Uh, and then, you know, Dallas, they, they played Dallas last night, and that was really their kind of their most disappointing game so far. They, they lost in a shootout there, but it was a very kind of lifeless effort for the Penguins overall. They, they played a good second period, which is the period that they scored their goal, um, and they had Dallas back on their heels in the second. But the first period was... Very much back and forth. The third period, they were, they, they just didn't even show up. I mean, Jari was the only one that showed up. Jari Jari played a really excellent game and and really got him that point by, by not getting not letting them get buried in the third period. Uh, so good sign with the goaltending. Good sign overall with the defense. But you know, overall there was just not a lot of hitting by either team in that game. They they just seemed really content that the Penguins and the Stars to just kind of dance around each other and throw the puck at the net and the stars were just a little bit more creative in that third period getting chances, but there was, there was no hitting. There was, there was one time where there was a penalty called uh, matching minors uh, as a little bit of a, a a slight fight, you know, broke out after, uh, after somebody made a save, I forget even what end of the ice it was on, but they, they did not have a lot of fire either team in that game. Uh, So uh, hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll get that back when when Toronto comes to town and maybe with the return, maybe possibly with the return of their cap. So you got to think the
1: Hockey Night in Canada game, you got to think that he's he coming back <clears> for that one. You got to think. You got to think he's coming back. It's Seven yeah. of the next eight at home for the Penguins. In there, you got Tampa. You in there, you got Calgary, New Jersey, uh, Flyers. Fuck, the Flyers. fuck uh, the Flyers. Minnesota on the road against Chicago and back home for Florida. So, you know, at the end of this homestand, you could be looking at a, a pretty good distance between, you know, um, or above rather, the NHL 500 mark. You should be anyway, at least.
0: Yeah, starting out that way. So uh, yeah, it's really a matter of keeping it going. At this point, it's even though the, the last game was a little bit of a disappointing effort, you know, they they still got a point out of it, and they're and I'm thinking back a little bit to last year how they how they were trailing every game. Uh, and struggling in the early season, but they, they kind of came out in the same place that they are now right now, anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just a matter of getting taking every point that they can, while you know that obviously the big guys are out, and then uh, and then, and then trying to catch that wave when they when they do return. Um, and now and now I got to include Rust in that hopeful return sometime in a few weeks, because I mean he's he's a big one to lose for, for the next end of period.
1: I have to share something with you guys. Just listen and tell me what you hear.
0: 1-1. One, one. Michael Bunting has a smile on his
1: face the entire game. I just love him being here in
0: Toronto.
1: 1-1. One, one. Michael Bunting has a smile on his face the entire game. That's quality. Quality work by mm. Sam Rosen. Again, very early in the season. And he's already, mind you, in mid-season form. Is Sam Rosen. This guy
2: is so happy that he's playing in Toronto. <laughs> uh,
1: God
3: damn. Drinking a little bit there.
1: Uh, I mean, he's in
2: he's in Toronto. It really was. That was a combination between catching yourself before you say fucking and, and a big old hiccup because you've been drinking too many beers.
1: <laughs> At least now we know exactly he's so how Sam Rosen <laughs> really talks. He's a, he's, a, he's a potty mouth, as they'd say. Damn All right, so when, when we last left you, um, I was in a bit of rage of getting shellacked by the Washington Capitals, um, only to lose in overtime to the, um, to the Dallas Stars in the home opener, which they didn't play very bad. Um, they played bad for stretches, but the entire game wasn't bad. I got to only watch a little bit of the Montreal game. Uh, I did catch Lafreniere scoring. I, it's like I turned it on. 25 seconds before Lafreniere scored. Um, and that proved to be the game winner up in Montreal, a 3-1 win up there. And then you go to, to Toronto, and then uh, you have a really lackluster game versus Toronto. And then you have probably one of the best overtime periods um, I have seen in, in quite a long time. And Panarin finally, you know, showing up to a game. And uh, and the Rangers get get the old W. Two one and one on the season, and uh, not too terrible. Not too terrible to start. What is terrible for a start is that Ryan Strom still is uh, sidelined with some. He doesn't have COVID, but I think he was exposed to somebody with COVID, and they're just doing some precautionary things with him. So he has not been with the team. Um, he's. I don't. I don't even believe he's on the road trip with them. So uh after tomorrow night in nashville they go and play ottawa and i think you'll see ryan Strom return probably next monday versus calgary capo caco got injured in the montreal game he took um took a pretty hard hit in the in the corner in the first period upper body injury they expect him back um probably they're circling that calgary game as well so you can get two thirds of your second line back in, in in the mix and it would certainly balance that uh Bounce that lineup out. Not that they were crushing people with uh, Kako and Strom in there, but at least they were a little bit more balanced. Artemi Panarin has had a very weird start to the season. I don't think I've ever seen a stretch of three games or four games for that matter, where he's looked so bad. And And I'm not saying that he's not trying, he's not hustling, he's not doing any of those things. His passengers are just off. His shots are just going wide. He's just, he's not sharp, and they need him to be sharp. And uh, I'm hoping that overtime goal in Toronto is really the spark that that gets him going. They're going to try in Nashville the Panarin, Kreider, and Zabanajad line, which, woohoo, now fucking time. Was he tight with Kratsev? I mean, the, the, all the Russians on the team yeah, were pretty tight, but, but I was, mean, were they like Particularly, with, he was tighter with Buchnevich then. he was okay. with the bats off for sure. Mm. Uh, it, you know, the entire team was, for that matter. Um, Igor Shosturkin is really taking the reins as the number one goaltender. Um, and I don't think it's because – well, I think it has something to do with Georgiev taking a shellacking in, in the opening game. Um, but Georgiev played – or, or uh, rather, Shosturkin played well against Dallas. Um, he played really well against Montreal, and he was killing it in Toronto. Um, so for the past couple of games, he's really taken hold of that number one and uh, they just need to carry him and, and, and give him 60 games this year. I, I really don't care. He's your number one goaltender. You're paying him $5 million a year. Let him be your number one goaltender and give him a spell every now and again, maybe versus Ottawa and Seattle, maybe against those teams, you you know, against lesser teams, let him, let him play. But Igor is your number one and he is going to hopefully start to be a problem for a lot of people. Um. Charlie McAvoy signed an eight-year, $9.5 million contract. Um, Pierre Lebron Not with the Rangers. Just for, the, just for those the Rangers, of you listening with the Bruins, at home, with the, not with, with the Rangers. With the Bruins. With the Bruins. Uh, Pierre LeBron came on um, whatever that thing is up in Canada last night and started talking about the Rangers and Adam Fox's camp having preliminary talks on a contract extension. He is arbitration eligible. Which really seventeen really sucks for the seventeen
2: million a year. That's what no, he's
1: probably get. not seventeen million dollars a year. So you you think okay he's arbitration eligible. So right off the bat, who are his comps? And I have a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven comps: McAvoy, Hughes, Hedman, Jones, Hamilton, McCarr, and fucking Warenski. No, Warenski got nine and a half
2: million dollars for six. Years I would take months. Hughes off how that, how that fuck, list. Wait,
1: how do? fuck does Warensky get nine and a half million dollars to play in Columbus did they need to get to the
3: floor probably yeah I think they money? did yeah holy Long time Long time. I,
2: I again I definitely don't consider Quinn Hughes in Adam Fox's league listen I don't either but uh, it took the stance of he's
1: coming off his entry-level deal getting that first contract after the entry-level deal it was still six years at seven point eight five million dollars. I would love Adam Fox to sign that. No, but he's not. Good. No way. He's not. He's he's no at least signing way. six times nine or eight times nine somewhere in the Jones Hamilton range. And you know what? Look what Hedman signed a couple of years ago: six times seven point eight, which bargain. was an astronomical yeah. figure for defensemen. Yeah, that's you know, a fucking bargain. And yeah. so if 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 the Rangers get Fox on an eight times nine, eight times nine and a half in in two years i hope it's looking like a bargain so i, I then look toward past norris trophy winners to see if we can bring that number down roman yossi is eight times nine giordano who won it the year before was six times 6.7 and then you got brett burns who was eight times eight so the number starts with nine and and the years are 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 at eight you're eating into some free agency time um and what killed the Rangers this year is that he's arbitration eligible. If he yes. wasn't arbitration eligible, I think you could have got him for a lesser amount. And who knows, maybe he takes a team-friendly deal at eight and a half million dollars. We can only pray that he does that. But again, arbitration, arbitration gets him at nine, right off the bat. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see if he signs during the season and what he does sign for. But you figure that, that number is going to be eight times nine, eight times nine and a half. And I got to tell you, he's worth every fucking penny. He's yeah. worth every penny. I know you guys don't watch Ranger games a whole hell of a lot, but if you have the opportunity the next time he nice. plays your team, just watch him skate. Just watch the moves he does. Just
2: I, I don't even know what game I was watching. Fucking incredible. But he was the only one I noticed on the ice uh, for the Rangers.
1: Dallas. It was probably a Dallas game.
2: Maybe. He was just the only – he was all over the place, both ends. Yeah.
1: So happy to have him.
2: But – uh Look, the, the Kratzoff and, and Drury thing that,
1: that that's going on right now, there was an article that came out in The Athletic by uh, the new Rangers beat writer. Um, unfortunately, a friend of the show, Rick Carpanello is going to retire in 11 days. So uh, we want to send our congratulations to Rick Carpinello on a
2: – I do anyway. I read him all Best the time. wishes, absolutely. He hopefully, was- Hopefully he still stays active on Twitter.
1: He, I, I hope so too. He was the reason why I got the athletic subscription, so I can continue reading him. Uh, always had a, a joy. Always uh, in, enjoyed our, our conversations on the Twitter and back and forth, and all the carpisms that he's given us over the past years. Um, Carpy, you're, you're going to be sorely missed, and uh, we appreciate everything that you did for the show and retweeting us when we were first starting. Um, we can't repay you. We're just sorry. We never got you. We never worked everything out to get you on as a host. Maybe in your free time, mm-hmm. you want to come Maybe, back and can't. talk about Rangers and hockey. You always have an open invite on our show, pal. But Arthur Stape is going to do um, double duties between the Icelanders and the, and the Rangers. And his first article, boy, it was a good one. And he was talking about, the, um, about Drury and the way he's handling the Kratsov situation. He wanted Kratsov to go down to Hartford for kitchening. Kratsov doesn't want to. I take the stance as, you're going down to Hartford, go down there, prove that you're worth being in the NHL for, and they're going to call you up. You're going to get the opportunity. Look, if he went down, no problems. He would have been back in the NHL and played in Montreal and Toronto these last two games to prove himself because Kaka was out and Strom was out. He would have been one of the first call-ups instead of Morgan Barron. He would have had the opportunity to come up here and show what he can do. So I, I don't know if, if I blame Drury all that much for saying that Kratsov quit on his team. Um, he just didn't prove that he needed to be or he deserved to be in the NHL. And he, when he to- was told he was going to go to the AHL, he bitched and moaned and went back to Russia. Good riddance, Vitali Kratsov. Sorry, that's my stance on it.
0: I think you're right, man. I mean, you look around this league and, and the rate at which players are getting injured and how much depth is tested. How? I mean, if, if you're really... Uh, if they had you if they had him playing like on the third line, even in, um, even in preseason, I mean, he can't be that far down, down the depth chart, unless he's, you know, done something to really uh, put himself on, on the, on the shit list or like in the, in the doghouse with, with the coach or or the GM or whatever, man, just go to Hartford. You're going to be back like in a GIF, you know, like it's going to be like how many games is going to be until, until uh, somebody goes down. It's just, it happens pretty often these days.
2: Didn't didn't that article allude to a drury Kratzov history when they were both? In yeah. So jury was AHL? The,
1: yeah. So jury was the assistant GM back when uh, two years ago when Kratzov was initially sent down and he was bitching a moment about being there and he never played hard for for the AHL hard for Wolfpack and right before he got sent back he went to go collect or when he opted out to go back to Russia to play because he didn't want to play in the A- AHL anymore. Drury wouldn't let him in to say goodbye to anybody because he, he's, he told everybody that Kratsoff quit on you guys. And that's, I think that's where it started the bad blood. Yeah. But I don't know to me, I think Drury's right, but there, there needs to be some, something to be said about the scouting department because the last four or five years, you've had, you know, top 10 picks that you've had to trade away just because, They weren't happy with the situation. Maybe you shouldn't have drafted those guys to begin with, or maybe something needs to change in your organization a little bit. So I think the Rangers need to take a deeper look at that. Um, That's all I'm going to say about that. But good riddance, Vitaly Kratsov. And and one last thing before I turn it over to the fucking Icelanders is, no offense, Um, (laughs) is that if I never see Drayden Hunt and Greg McKegg play for the New York Rangers, I'm okay. I'm happy. I'll be a happy fucking guy. If I never see Drayden Hunt or Greg McKegg play for the Rangers, I will be a happy fucking guy. Chris Drury, I know you're listening. Make that happen.
2: But aren't they part of the new rough and tumble uh, New York Rangers?
1: No, they were never supposed to be part of that. They're These guys are just filling guys. Give me somebody who who, who can play. Give me some young guys who who can play. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of, of Greg McKegg. This is the second stint. He went and played in Boston last year. came back. At, I don't, I, look, I'm done. I'm done with Greg McKeg. Stop it. Stop it already. Like the Move name. on, God Greg McKeg.
3: Greg McKeg. Greg McKeg Greg Greg, sucks. Greg McKeg. Greg McKeg coming down the ice. It's with two G's. Greg. Oh, man. Two G's. Double G. MCO. All uh, right. Are we doing
1: the Rangers? RIP. Yeah, you can talk about the fucking Icelanders and, oh,
3: thank and God. fucking
1: Matt. Barrel, or whatever the fuck his name is, Matt Barrel, Matt, bar- 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 Matt,
3: Matt, Matt bar- oh. Mike Barrel, Mike, bar- Matt Barrel. Bar- Did you get that from the ESPN uh, announcers? Because they seem to have a <laughs> yeah, hard time with was, everything.
1: You you were very unhappy with the announcers. I believe you called the, the Sean McDonough a penis guy.
3: Uh, I said he looks like a giant penis. <laughs> he like a
1: giant penis. Okay.
3: He he has like a Darren Pang kind of look to him. Just you know, very pale, very bald but like a little wrinkle, you know, like a little bit of veiny going on. You're like, that guy doesn't look healthy.
1: <laughs> well, one guy who is healthy is uh, Steve Martin, right? He's back, right? Sure. Mark
3: Martin. Martin.
2: Matt Martin. Oh, Steve. It's Steve Martin, right? Mark Martin. Oh, Mark, Mark Martin. Martin.
3: Sorry, Mark Martin. He's back, Matt right? Matt Martin. Matt Martin is back. Oh. Uh, he came back in the lineup last game. Uh, good to see him back and in, in, uh, rehabbing from his ankle surgery. Um and someone who's not Man. healthy is Andre Lee, right? Andre Lee. Andre Lee. Yeah. Andre Lee, uh, you know, from Russia. Uh, yeah. It's uh, actually Lee. Lee. Uh, great. Lee's Lee, Lee <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Andres Lee is actually so interesting. Um, came back. Uh, first came back. Uh, looked pretty good. Uh, took a like a spill and uh, was slow to get up on his knee and same knee he injured and got real slow and. Back to the bench, and it was like everyone's holding their breath. And then he, he came back out. Um, he, he didn't leave to the the, the the room or anything. He didn't miss a shift. He was fine. But it was like one of those things where it was like, oh shit, um, because you know, maybe maybe it was like one of those weird things that you just you get that strange twinge in your knee. the same one you you've hurt before, and you're just not sure about it yet, testing it out. But he seemed to be okay. Seems to have gotten over it. So happily uh, that was good, but unfortunately he got sick. It seemed like uh, he had some stomach issues uh, before the last game and decided they, they decided he wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna be, he told Trotz he wasn't gonna be 100% and he couldn't give it his all. So right, that, was just,
1: a, that was on the same night they, they waved Lenny uh, Komarov,
3: right. Uncle okay, Leo, back down. Yep, and that's just gonna happen up and down. No one's gonna take uh, Leo's contract no. over hands. So, I mean, he's only got – this is his last year in the deal. But, nevertheless, like you're not going to take it makes him a unless... tradable contract for sure at the deadline. So, Nobody wants uh, him Yeah, he's not going anywhere. And you don't know, think
1: anyone's going to take his contract an, an expiring contract and a depth forward? I, I no, you know, because unless you want to keep him,
3: yeah, they're going to keep him for this year. And I don't think he's coming back. There's a glut of forwards that are going to all have their, their, kind. Con- he could come back on like a uh, a, a, a league minimum deal, maybe, but it, it, it's his three million bucks a year. It's just, it's, uh, no one's taking that. Anyway, um, so yeah, so honestly, he's, uh, seemingly okay. Just, just, it wasn't COVID related, just stomach, you know, maybe he ate some bad fish or something. Who knows? They don't tell you. Um, but, uh, outside of that, uh, we did have some other good news about a signing. Um, the day after the last podcast we recorded, um, Ryan Pulak signed a, very cl- similar deal to Adam Pellets um, eight year uh, deal is sort I think 6.25 a year
2: so you got uh, you got Brian
3: Pollock and pallet signed eight years twelve million dollars total the two uh-huh. of them are gonna be paired together for the next eight years which is fantastic for us um, Brian, Brian pellet is really good <laughs> they're both really good I, it's interesting I, I saw a lot of people ask well, putting the uh, interesting question up was would you rather these two guys for 12 million a year for eight years or like, you know, one of the big signings, uh, for 9 million or whatever it is, uh, for the next, uh, a seven 9, years, a nine years. million player and a 4 yeah. million
2: player or two sixes.
3: Yeah. Would you like, uh, like Seth Jones or Adam Fox's inevitable deal or, you know, uh, because it's an interesting question. Like you have a two guys that are shutdown pair locked up for, just a few more million dollars compared to like one guy who's going to eat up a ch- mm-hmm. huge chunk. And I thought it was an interesting question. Cause I don't, I don't know. I can't think of too many guys that like have won a lot of cups or multiple cups with that scenario outside of the lightning with um, their, their top defensemen. Um, and then uh, like, yeah, there's just, there,
1: right. Latang would be, would be classified in there.
3: But did he have his big deal at, at that point um, during the, the, I guess during the runs did he have a big deal. Oh, no. Deal to the first two. Our
0: fucking penguin Dealed expert. In the in the back, to, yeah, in the back to backs. Yes, he had his he had his big deal set before before the sixteen and seventeen season. Um, yeah, not before like two thousand nine, but yeah.
3: Okay. Well, it's not often, man. It's 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 a uh, it's an interesting thing. So anyway, it's not often
2: um, it just happened in two thousand sixteen, and then the last two years.
3: That's right. Go fuck yourself, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Well anyway, I thought it was interesting question. I I rather have the two of them. Um, in my opinion, I think they they just are very good to get a shutdown yeah. pair, a more complete picture. I mean, you know, I think that's kind of the, the the system though, is that they don't have anybody who is really stands out from the rest of the crowd typically too much that so they get paid like a ton of money, right? So it's a very defensive system, no one's scoring in more than 60, 70 points a year at most. You're not getting 80, 90, hundred point players typically. Um, and so that means like no one's really making a ton of money, but you have a lot of solid players and the same goes to the defense. Um, they're more defensive minded. There's not really like, we don't have that guy. That's not that they wouldn't want him, but like if they had Devin Taves right now, that'd be, you know, potentially he could put up a lot of points on the back end and skate circles and play you know, around everybody and play real good defense. Maybe he would be in a consideration for like a lot of money if, if he got a lot of points for us, but this just doesn't seem to dictate that. So it seems to work out in our favor, you know, a deeper team. Everyone's got a lower average. Um, on, um, but then again, you know, you don't have those big – those guys. You don't have a, like a, a guy like Pasternak from Boston who just touches the puck and then, like, in the playoffs. And, like, every time he got the puck, I was freaking scared as hell. The guy was just him and Marshawn and, and – uh, uh, Jesus Christ, what's his name? Uh, Bergeron. You know, the three of them, that line was just scary as can be. Um, and you know, that's that's just because, and even though they're like the, those, those are the guys that like make big bang because they're they're together and on top of which they're just individually really good. Um, that's like the difference you don't have that kind of group, you have to shut them down. And so, if you're gonna shut them down, that's where you get the the Pelics and Pelics together. So, I like that deal a lot. Very happy to see um, it get done um i wasn't expecting it so fast you know it just just happened to be it happened during the season already so kind of out of the blue for me but um we're happy to see it done
0: so how, um, how old are those how old is that pair what is their age
3: yeah great question um so Pellic is I oh they're both 27 20, they're both 27. Uh, 27 so <clears throat> they'll be 34 when the deal's end or 35 when the deal's end. Which is, that's math, folks. That's math.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Hard math. Um, Actually, so they'll the be end.
2: 36
3: because the deal probably doesn't kick
2: in until next season, right? They're under contract already for this year, so those deals kick in oh, next year when they're I would 28, imagine.
3: I would imagine and then eight years is 36. Pelix is this year. Pelix is this year. Pollux is next year. Yeah, huh. um, he was. that's why I was surprised by his because I knew his contract was ending this year they had to sign this year he was uh, the rfa uh they had to oh, get okay. signed in so um but pulak was going to be a ufa so they had to get him dealt with um that was kind of the thing we had, had a, a bridge deal of sorts you know gotcha and it was like if he signs this then he's he could be ufa at the end of this contract and well uh it turned out he didn't want to go anywhere. so anyway um Onto the ice and how they've been playing. Uh, first two games were shit shows, to be honest. Uh, first game against Carolina, which I didn't go to physically. I was thinking about it, but decided not to. I thought, of, you won- oh,
1: I thought you went, dude.
3: Nah, I was going to go, but it just turned out to be a just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of difficult. I wanted to bring one of the kids, and it's like kind of hard to do it with, with school right now. They have a ton of homework, and they had a lot of stuff to do. It was like, eh, I was just stay home. So I watched the game from home, no problem. Uh was fair weather fan. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, he does
3: have 30 kids. I mean. <laughs>
1: you know how many fucking you He'd <laughs> have to point. buy a
3: whole section yeah. at the arena.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, whatever. So I, I, I ended up watching the game. Uh, the first game was with Carolina. They played um, – they just seemed to be staying in the game. It um, wasn't looking that bad. And then the wheels started to come off. Um, later in the game, and they just couldn't, they couldn't get, couldn't catch, they could never get, uh, they tie the game up and then get behind, tie the game up, get behind, and then just basically they just never could catch up in that game. Carolina looked better, looks fast, look, they just looked, they looked much, uh, more composed the whole game. I also had the second period they played better, but it wasn't, it like, it was like they came out lethargic in the first, and they just were lucky to be down a goal, um, going into the second, and then, um, this is the game against Florida, uh, more of the same. They just did not have a good game. They look like crap, honestly. Um, it's sort of like a forgettable game where you're just like, okay, we're going to forget the first two games of the season. Um, just not really going well. Uh, we have – Varlamov is still out this at this point. So uh, Sorokin has been in the last three games. First two games he got uh, – first game he got shellacked pretty hard, a lot, lot of shots, 40-ish shots on goal. Uh, again against Florida, they got the, the countdown to about 30 shots, but they still was like what five goals against. Um, defense did not help him out at all. Char was minus four on the night against Panthers, um, and that's kind of been a, a one of the things that Trot started to do is, is try to find a bit of a started mixing up the defensive pairs a little bit, um, mostly because I, I don't think Char plays well with the. Um, with, uh, with Mayfield and uh, and Dobson's and I don't think it's like a really great thing yet maybe he's going to figure it out with Dobson um, last year uh, Green and Mayfield play together so uh, they've they they're pretty you know uh, or I'm sorry Green played with Dobson last year and Mayfield play with uh, um, uh, Nick Letty so with Letty out the idea was that he had, we had to fit Chara somewhere well Chara doesn't really have the foot speed anymore and he's looked very uh, slow and not great. I mean, the guy was like, you know, when he used to play, he had this huge reach and he could skate real well and, you know, enough, fast enough to like keep up with everything. And just positionally, he was great. I think he's going to have to really hone in on those, those, those pieces of his, of his game to keep in the, in the lineup. Um, I think he could be a real good a real target to, to be sitting down a lot this year um if if the uh he can't uh really uh, i think put it all together with one of the other guys the, on the on the, uh, on the on the pair because they really want to keep pollock and pellick together um that's really important but if if the lines of lines change that means pellick and pollock have to be separated um pellick plays with um with mayfield on the, on the, on the Pellick Hill and uh, they, they partner together um no problems but and that becomes like kind of more the the, the, the shutdown pair but to be honest, we we're trying to they're trying to figure it out. Um, I think they're going to get Sebastian Ajo, the better Sebastian Aho in um, at least some more earlier games this year. Better Sebastian. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Another name to watch is Robin Salo. Uh, he's a kid they brought over from Sweden, and uh, uh, he's basically uh, a nice defenseman. Pretty, hey, that uh,
1: cocksucker in the preseason looked pretty good.
3: Yeah, he's pretty good. He's got some good foot speed good good hand, puck handles I think was I like aggressive him. but uh, it was a little aggressive but um, wow. the last game uh, Fucking the big, Sammy sallow the big the big uh, the big bright spot last game was Oliver Walsham, who did not look great in the first two games um, especially the game in Florida but last game he uh, he had a knife for himself man so he ended up with a, a power play goal in the blowout against Florida. Um, the only goal from the game. But last night he had two goals, putting him for three goals in three games. Yeah. Um, he had eight shots. Oh, look at the wrong thing. He had eight shots. I remember.
2: I remember the year he was drafted. There was big things expected from Oliver Wahlberg.
3: Oliver Wahlberg, eight shots, three, uh, three takeaways. He didn't want to face off. Um, he was, he was, it was funny because as I was like listening and watching the game, the comment, the, the commentators kept saying I was watching the national broadcast. They kept saying how oh i will watch them. i will watch them. Like they kept like bringing him up, and like he was very noticeable throughout the game. And to a casual, you know, like uh, viewer, it was like for like you know for those guys, it was interesting to see them like call him out so much compared to like you know when you're watching your local when you're broadcast. watching local
2: local
1: yeah, 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 they
3: know him, they know well, him they're real they're well. They were hyping so up like, the to Brinket too, right? The to Brinket, the Brinket. Yes, the Brinket was being called out very, very much. he's good. I'm not. He's he's real good. But, uh, you know, that was uh, freaking, uh, freaking announcers killing me, it's driving me nuts. Um, they couldn't have, it, it was, I was like, just happy they weren't like, you know, butchering names as bad as like uh, Butchie does. As bad as normally. we are right now? No, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, pretty eventful week. Uh, Isles of two games coming up that I think will help them get back to 500 and over. You better I'll hope play. so, because
2: that "quote-unquote" best goalie tandem in the league isn't playing too great.
3: Sorokin had a shutout going into uh, the end of the game last night. The first yeah, two it, games, though, we're not. Like his Aaron problem. Sorkin
1: has been the only guy in net. The other, the yeah, other, uh, yeah.
3: Everybody looked rusty. Valeriy hasn't played yet. Everybody he looked rusty. I'm not. I'm not going to put that as like on him or anybody. In fact, Sorokin was pretty, um, had a slow start to the gear last year, if you guys recall. So I I think he's going to be fine. Um, as long as the defense is, uh, and just the forwards, the whole team has got to play the system. They, they just looked like they were out of sorts. Everything was not in sync. They didn't play. They weren't playing their game real well. It just looked like they're getting, you know, out skated, worked everything. Yeah. It just didn't look good. So, you know, I think it's gonna take a few more games. It might be hangover from two seasons in a row going deep in the playoffs and just Yeah, we you know, feel bad
2: for you. Yeah, we do.
3: Real bad. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but well, uh, playing we'll the Blackhawks
0: cares what ails you this season. Playoffs.
3: <laughs> it does, it does. So they got Columbus and then Arizona. Um the, the after Arizona, they have a, the next night they'll be in Vegas. So they'll have they'll be Phoenix and then Vegas in you know consecutive nights, which isn't too bad but then they have a big break of five days off before they, they play in Nashville. So even though it's a big, long break, uh, you know, road trip, uh, I think uh, the next, after the next few games, they'll have a nice little break. Well, st- oh, They do. say
2: sometimes a road, like a road trip is exactly what they need, right? Sometimes when things aren't going right, just get them on the road and get them 100% concentrated on just hockey.
3: Yeah. And that's
2: just what the doctor ordered.
3: Well, considering we were not a very good team on the road last year, but really good the, on, at home, uh, it was a little worrying to see this, but maybe I'm hoping what you're saying is right. Maybe they'll they'll come out of this above 500 and get into the the meat of the play of the other games with uh, at the new uh, the new stadium. So we'll see how that goes. How's that coming along? Uh, looking pretty good. Man. I just spoke with the uh,
2: foreman today, Tom, and uh, everything's on schedule. Just working for waiting for that uh, certificate of occupancy.
0: The oh, well, yeah. never gets there on time. The lighting. Will never just, be wait, bomb- yeah, just waiting. i just waiting on some five. of that
2: shitty lighting that went out at the provincial center.
0: <laughs>
3: well, the banners <laughs> went up today. Was so it was, the uh, banners went we up today. Banners went up. So all the championship banners and the numbers that retired all went up in the Raptors today. But uh, looking pretty good. I don't understand how they do it. So like they have a month to go and they have to like do a sh- so much work. I don't understand how they can get all that done. Um, you know, like they have to get out all the everything. Eh, all the internal shit, like the, all the pictures they show you, like all the all the seating and the the, the system. Guys, and
2: guys one ice. bolt
3: per seat. Let's
2: yeah. just get them yeah. in. One bolt per seat. We'll come right. back and finish it after the first game.
3: Right? It's gonna be like, paint coming off the walls, like you know, you like some of the yeah. <laughs> some yeah, of the When they opened Disneyland for the
1: first time, people were sinking into the concrete. So, yeah.
3: wow. <laughs> that's what I figured. It's gonna be interesting to see like on Twitter when like people like post all of the things from it after the first game all the shit that's like not really really not really done yet. (laughs) Uh, listen we i i can't wait for that shit hole to open it's gonna be great um so yeah that's pretty much the aisles right now um figuring it out um luckily no major injuries so far but uh been nice to have varley back he's uh he's a big piece and yeah he's just starting to skate again and work himself back into practice i'd imagine he's probably gonna very likely be back for the Nashville game. Um, I don't know if he'll make it back for the next three um, in the next uh, one, two, three. Four ga- there's three, game, three games in four days. I don't know if he's going to be back for any of those, hmm. but maybe he'll make it in this in the back-to-back with Vegas and Arizona. Uh, that'd be probably pretty good for Sorokin. If not, Corey Schneider's going to have to step up and play a game or two. Um, I, I mean, that's why they signed him, right? He's, if he doesn't play for these games and then Varley comes back, he just... You know, a spot. I guess. What's the point? He's an
2: NHL quality goalie. You know, you know, an NHL goalie. It's not like he's some kid coming up from the minors. He's played in the NHL before. That's true. He That's has. True. I don't know if you know this. He was on the New Jersey Devils for quite a while.
3: Was he on? The, the, I didn't even know the, they still had a team. Oh yeah, they longest? got uniforms and everything. <laughs> was he in Devils longer, or uh, uh, was it Vancouver? I think
2: he was with the Devils longer.
3: Yeah. Yeah, more success in Vancouver, though. Faux show. You. How dare you? How dare you?
2: <laughs> and now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yuck. That was a little short on the yuck this time. A little oh, oh, oh we got a card. Thank you. We've got a card sighting, people. We've got a card sighting. I want
1: to see if there's fucking really Neil Morse fucking writing on there or not. So you're well, gonna have to show I, the card after you. This your question drink.
0: has has fuck all to do with Neil Morse. Okay. <laughs> Get off my back about Those me. are the those are the questions we like. This is not, this is not a Neil Morse question. All right. So here's our question. The year that Dream Theater's first oh, live album <laughs> came out, images and words live in Tokyo. Which player was traded to the Detroit Red Wings for one dollar? Earning him the nickname The One Dollar Man.
1: So wait, so Dream Theater's first album wasn't even a studio album, it was a live album.
0: No, I'm saying their first live their album first live oh, their first live album. I didn't
1: in 1993. hear the, I only heard the album. Are
2: loved in Tokyo.
1: What year was that? What year did that come out?
0: 1993.
3: 1993. Good, 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 good. 93. So that Ninety- was the
0: year that this player was traded to the Detroit Red Wings for one dollar. Earning him the nickname "the One Dollar Man,"
2: Steve Iserman.
1: definitely was not. It wasn't Stevie. Why
3: was it? Steve Is- why would someone treat
2: Steve Eiserman for a
3: dollar? One dollar. One dollar. Bill Guerin.
2: Sergey Fedorov. It was Bob Probert.
0: Nope. No. Nope. Joe he, Koser.
2: Vladimir Konstantinov.
0: That's doing good jobs of naming former Red Wings, but but no.
2: Chris Osgood.
0: So, Sid oh, I Abel for a second, but now Sid no. Abel. That Dominic Hasek, way older, wasn't he? Gordy was Howe,
2: Chris
3: Chelios. Ooh, Gordy's actually that could have been a dollar thing. Ninety-three, Gordy Howe,
1: fucking play
0: Shanahan. Out. kicking
1: his everybody.
0: Uh, nobody's <laughs> gotten it yet. Fuck. Brett Hall, Darren McCarthy, Brett Hall, not not, ooh, not McCarthy, no. Stan Mikita, yeah. no,
1: that was Blackhawks. I'm he's sorry. a he's a, bird. Yeah, yeah, he's a Blackhawk.
0: Fucking idiot. Not even the right team.
1: Not even the right team. That's
0: fucking stupid. You just lump every like Midwestern team together, don't you? You're like a um,
2: racist. Vyacheslav Fetisov
1: was not. Lava Kozlov. It's got to be a Russian, right? It's got to be it's
0: Detroit. No, who was not a Russian? It was not, really? a Russian. No. not a Russian.
2: No. Steve, really? Iserman. Steve
0: Iserman. One dollar. You guessed Steve
2: Iserman already.
0: Oh, Brendan Shanahan. I think we guessed friend and Shanahan already. Uh, we did? No, it was not. Oh, sorry. It was not. Um, Come on, Nick's waiting to do an impression over there. Come on, we got to get this wrap Oh, no.
1: Dave no, Brown. It was, no, No, no. <laughs> no. Dave Brown was a former quarterback for the Giants. Was it Doug Brown? What was his fucking name? What was that guy's name? He was playing on Sergey Fedorov's cock.
0: All these, all some, we're
2: done some, with that. We're done man. with that bit, Tom. We've moved on from the wrong names we've moved on from that bit
0: that Jason York no.
2: Nope. Cam York
0: Mark Howe no I can, give you, I can give you a really Scotty good hint Bowman.
2: please give us a hint
0: huh? you want me to huh? give you a hint yes. I'm going to give you a hint by giving you the name of a player on a completely different team
2: we'll just give us his name
0: Claude Lemieux
2: Chris Draper there
0: you go there you go Chris wow. Draper. Chris Draper.
2: I knew I'd get it. <laughs> You're welcome.
3: I knew I'd get it. I was so close.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> because now that takes us to impressions with Nick. Come. Fucking great, boys. Fucking great. Oh
3: man, impressions with Nick.
1: I mean, you didn't secretly have a fucking text session with Bill before this, did you? Oh, God. Again. No. Not this time. Well, we now take one, you live to the press
3: conference. To-
0: not one related to his impression, anyway.
3: <laughs> and now, the impression of Dream Theater. Oh,
0: and God, their first...
3: We don't have... Nick, Nick, we don't have that much time. We've already God, talked this... for an hour. This is a 15-minute segment, guys. Like, this is only the intro. I mean, it's uh, a long, long thing.
1: You already did the Norm MacDonald bit. Come on. Oh,
3: okay. All right. All right. All right, this will be a quick one today, boys. That's what she said. In the corner, the play number... Uh, Best play of the team. Hey, oh, and he takes a nasty fall. Looks like he's not going to come back to the game. Oh, he's going to the dressing room. Hey, we'll catch up back with him at the end of the game. All right, so uh, how, how'd you, how was the injury? What's it look like? How's it, how you feeling? Oh, ah, uh, whoa, geez. Oh my my groin. Oh man. Oh geez. It's 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 really bad. Uh will we play next week? Uh oh uh, Colorado. Uh, you know what? I think I have to go on IR for the next uh, <laughs> uh what, how many months is this season? Oh shit, oh it's about five months. My groin ain't gonna be better. Oh shit, I'm done for the year. Oh god, all right, I'm going home.
2: Everybody on the Tampa Bay Lightning.
3: This is a a low-quality effort tonight, boys. Low-quality effort. I mean...
2: Sounds like you
1: just kind of phoned it in there.
2: Yeah, I don't... (laughs) I'm not even guessing. I'm protesting this week.
1: (laughs) This is a a complete phone-in today.
2: I am protesting.
1: Yeah, You actually gave no thought to this. You just... Oh, I gave thought to it. I'm throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks.
2: If I could steal Tom's segment, I got some breaking news for you guys. Oh, man, you guys are
1: balls.
3: All right. All right, all right, wait. Steve Eiserman. Ah, damn, you got me, Bill.
2: (laughs) Breaking news, Nick didn't want to do impressions with Nick tonight.
1: You could (laughs) have just said, I don't have one tonight. I was too busy, like you always say, and we could have moved on to something else or given your impressions to somebody else who actually wanted to do one.
3: Well, I decided I could I could try and wing it. It didn't it didn't go as well as I, I figured it might go. But I would have you know. texted
1: Tara and had her do an impression of you. That would have been better.
2: Nick, you know the <laughs> saying you get an A for effort? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't Not apply here. here. Not in this case.
0: <laughs>
3: Thanks, guys. Not in this case. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, appreciate Why
0: don't you it. do Donald Duck? All
3: right. Is that good that enough? That should be the play out. That should be the the outro. <laughs>
2: Right. Are
1: we guessing or are we just? No, we I'm not.
2: Guessing? No, I'm not
3: we're, even
1: we're, guessing. We're, I'm not wasting my it's time. A protest. Oh, no, It's wow. just a complete and utter protest.
2: Not okay. wasting my time. Way to fuck
1: it up, Nick. Well, well that'll bring us to this date Steve Steve's stomach. Uh, we are going to take you back to the year of our Lord, 2011.
2: I hope everybody. I hope everybody saw on Twitter the beautiful picture that the marketing department put together of all of yeah. the planners.
0: I liked it. I retweeted it. Whoa. It actually
2: got Bill on Twitter. You yes, wow. Were you on the shitter?
0: Yeah. My followers saw it.
2: I, I want you all to know that I have looked through this planner. We are dead square in the pumpernickel bagel for lunch period. Yes. So choose your, your date wisely. I got
1: two that I can, that I can go with. I got two.
2: Well, since Nick shit the bed so bad, let's we do, do two. both. We're, twofer.
1: That's a twofer. Wednesday? That doesn't work. Yeah. Whip him out Wednesday. No, that was taken. Shit. i will have to find something for Wednesday. Um, so let's take us back to October 5th, 2000. Wojtowicz. Wojtowicz Wednesday. Wojtowicz. It depends on who you ask in the family. It's either Wojtowicz or Wodowitz. The so Vodowitz kind of flows better into Wednesday. So we're going to go with what Joe's pronunciation Wednesday. and say Wodewitz Wednesday.
2: All right. I had a banana for breakfast. I bet you did. I a Caesar side salad, five-piece chicken nuggets, and small fries with a medium Coke for lunch. Did a little shopping at Babies R Us, and then enjoyed a nice chicken finger dinner from TGI Fridays with an Oreo madness for dessert. Wow. Who, who, Whose baby
1: were you shopping for? i don't know october 5th 2011
2: i don't see any sort of baby showers that Ryan Tino wasn't coming around till to.
1: august and the next year huh ryan wasn't kids coming are... around until august of 2012
3: our kids were born in april so yeah i don't know maybe.
1: you think they had the shower and, and no you were in a shower around like christmas or something i don't know I don't remember. Yeah. i don't know but no pumpernickel bagel in there huh
2: I am sorry to say that there was no Pumpernickel Bagel on October the 5th, 2011.
1: What day of the week was it?
2: It was a Wednesday.
1: Oh, right dead in the middle of the week, too. Son of a
2: bitch. What was the significance of October 5th, 2011? That was the day. The music Steve, died? Steve Jobs died.
3: Oh, Yeah,
1: very sad day. Very, very sad day. Very sad. Was it really,
3: though? Was it really a sad day? It was a sad day.
2: No, it was a Wednesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> If he was alive, he would have done something about <laughs> your fucking watch.
2: Yeah. You know what? No, he would have. Do you would've. know what Steve Jobs would be doing right now if he wasn't dead? Counting money? No, he'd be scratching oh, at the inside in his of his coffin.
3: coffin. You know, you know what you be doing? You'd be telling everybody that uh, they shouldn't take the vaccine because. No, the, he uh, would
2: be scratching at the inside of his coffin.
3: If he was alive? Okay. All right. We got it. Steve's
1: worst fear in life, by the way, is being yeah, buried, buried
2: alive. Buried alive. Number one fear. Wow. Oh, will see
0: Thurman show sure how to get out of that. By punching up yeah, into the punching, and dirt. then
2: the the dirt all comes yeah, in, and then you escape through the yeah.
3: No, you can't because it's six feet of dirt. Yeah, the sheer weight of that thank, dirt will crush. Thank you. thank you, Captain Obvious. We appreciate you're welcome, your, Nick. Can sir, we move no on to the Nick?
2: second date? Oh, sorry.
1: It I'm so not...
3: sad. <laughs> um, uh, Steve Jobs died of billions of dollars but he wouldn't take cancer treatment because he's an idiot
2: oh okay hey uh, just like doing that... a little bit more looking at the calendar it was Tracy's baby shower ah, okay. Tracy's so let's dishwasher. take us
1: to November 7th the year of our lord 2011
2: which is a Monday
1: ruh, ruh. son of a
2: bitch grilled, no, grilled chicken sandwich bacon. medium fries medium coke Where stuffed shells for dinner with a can of coke on the side and i put shot up shot some shot blinds shot at the shot. new house
1: you put up blinds in a new house
2: yeah. motorized no not yet. they didn't exist in 2011
1: yes they did no they didn't. i'm pretty no. confident they existed in no. 2011 because i worked for nope. the fucking company no nope. pretty nope. confident they existed nope 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 uh, nope, 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 nope. uh <laughs> yep okay that was the day this is maybe this is the opposite of steve jobs dying the day the music died i'll, I'll let you guys decide this was the day that Jerry Sandusky, the former assistant coach oh, for the no. Penn State University football team, is arrested on nearly 40 counts of molesting eight boys over a 15-year
3: period. That was that long ago? Holy yeah. shit. The
2: Yikes. the 7th of November 2011 was also the 2,347th day of my marriage. Wait, 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 Just in case you were wait, curious about wait, that. It so-
1: wasn't track your food you also so track what's the significance how many, of that how many days you have been married in your I,
2: in your little planner i think i was doing something where i was trying to calculate the days for writing something mm. in an anniversary card mm. so i had gone back and and written written in on sundays how many days it was so
3: yeah i don't know Co- coincidentally tomorrow is my five thousand four hundred seventy-fifth day of marriage so. see that oh. and why yeah. do you know that because it's actually our anniversary tomorrow <laughs> I, uh, I use silly. a calculator to figure it out. <laughs> silly. Good boy, Nick. Good job.
2: Tom, if Sandusky had been arrested. Don't just... tell me. Don't shut up. No, 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 no. Don't want to know.
3: If don't he'd been arrested, well, what, what were you going to say, uh, Stephen?
2: One week later, if he had been arrested just one week later,
3: all your dreams would have been fulfilled.
2: Well, we,
1: why don't we make a, a triple, triple Wednesday? How about November no. 14th, <laughs> no 2011? Problem. <laughs> no son of a bitch god
2: <laughs> damn it is shut
1: sorry well, well i'll try and do better next week big bagel way to go For and bagel. that
2: ladies and gentlemen is what was in steve's stomach
1: good lord. good lord almighty well um i don't know i don't have anything else i'm glad i didn't have anything else on the agenda this took us a long time to, to get through all this rubbish this
3: evening lots of rubbish Lots That's of rubbish, the, but we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you like join us next
1: week for another episode of the friends and rivals podcast. Don't forget with to go all on your
2: favorite segments.
1: Yes. Don't forget to go on the Twitter while you're on the shitter and uh, like us or follow us on the face on the Twitter. I can't even get it right. At friends underscore rivals, go wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to us. Leave us a, uh, a review. We will read it on the air. If you don't want us to read on the air, we won't, but at least stop by, give us a rating and let everybody know that we are more gooder billy say something woody
0: i've been married six thousand nine hundred and thirty-four days jesus age fucking christ just shut up and sing us out all my friends and rebels flyers fuck flyers fuck flyers fuck off